0: Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Let's talk of to the Town with John and Melanie and our very important weather person, Simcoe Gray MP, Terry Dowdle.
1: Good morning, John. I can tick this off my bucket list. I've always wanted to do this. <laughs>
0: uh, we're happy to have you in the studio this morning. Well, now, when Terry's not being the very important weather person, he is, of course, our MP at uh, in Ottawa for Simcoe Gray. What's talk in the riding? What are things can people concerned about that you're taking to Ottawa these days?
1: Well, it's still... Uh, the number one issue for me that I'm still hearing about is just the high cost uh, the high cost of living, mm. high cost of groceries, uh, heat, um, are certainly huge, the number one emails. And, and from a political perspective in Ottawa, certainly what's going on with uh, Arrive Can has been uh, mm. a lot of emails as well. People are kind of frustrated when they're hearing the amount of money that's uh, been going out on this uh, particular app, and, and uh, it didn't really work, quite frankly. Mm. Yeah. And uh, now that uh, GC Strategies, who were the company that uh, were awarded the contract uh, got $20 million <laughs> and they didn't actually do any IT work. It was just wow. passed on. So uh, fortunately there was a committee meeting this week and uh, the NDP and the block sided with, with our party. And uh, they're going to have to come within 21 days
0: mm. again
1: uh, to find out exactly where this money went, why it costs so much. And the other part that we found out last week when we are in Ottawa that this particular company... Uh, was hired in 2015 and a quarter billion dollars they've had. So (laughs) from what we gather, I think that there is actually, the location is just a house as well and a a vacant house. So uh, that's going to be a huge, huge issue when we get back uh, next week. to Parliament. So well, there's so, to that.
0: so often, you know, we hear that government doesn't work quickly. It's it's a it's a slow process. But when you have to make these fast decisions when, you know, you have a pandemic and situations like that, obviously, you still need to put a lot of research in where the money is being allocated.
1: Yeah, like I think everybody understands that the pandemic was a, was a different different time and people didn't know what to do. That's that's for sure. But I think from a government perspective and a policy perspective, there should be some checks and balances. And, and like I say, when you see this kind of money, I would imagine if you either one of you went to your uh, station manager here and, and had a budget of, say, uh, 5000 for a certain project and all of a sudden it was $5 million, uh, someone along that chain would say, why is it that much? Right. And right. They may tell you to go look for another job. job yeah. So uh, that's the part that, that we're having a hard time wrapping our head around is that who who along that line, when it got up to $60 million, who... Was there not anybody that said, okay, this is getting a little bit out of hand. Right. Why is that price so high? Because everybody would do that. I, you know, any individual, whether it was your house, you're, whether you're fixing your house, or whether it's a company, would at some point there be mm. flags raised. And that's the part that we're having a hard time uh, wrapping our head around. And, and fortunately, like I said, the, the the block is on side and the NDP wondering why it's that much money. So uh, certainly you can't throw all policies and procedures out the window because there's an emergency. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just seems kind of... Some of the soul sourcing is the things that mm. that people are frustrated in, and and then it just opens your eyes to if if it wasn't because of the pandemic, were these type of issues going on prior to? And that's like the like I said that when you get a quarter billion dollar contract to this certain company, uh, there's been a lot of contracting. You just want to make sure there's value for the dollar, and I think that's where um, now more than ever, because people are feeling the pinch, that that people are questioning government, uh, which which is a good thing to to make sure that those dollars. Uh, that are collected are, are, are spent in a wise way to improve all our lives In terms of Canada's
0: uh, sort of uh, state in the in the world politics and there's so much going on um, a lot of countries being asked to take in immigrants and take in refugees um, how is Canada doing on that front? are we are we pulling our weight?
1: Uh, I think definitely th- w- without a doubt um, you know that there's there's concerns. Uh, we're, we're here to help other countries, there's no doubt about it, but there's also, uh, as you know, and, and I'm sure the listeners know at this time, that we're in a huge housing crunch. So, mm. uh, you know, as a government, we want to make sure that we continue to uh, to, to bring new Canadians uh, in, into the fold. That's what's created our country and made it as great as it is. Uh, and certainly to fill a lot of those positions and jobs that, uh, you know, as a lot of Canadians are retiring, we want to make sure that co- companies continue to to grow um, but that being said, if, if you don't have homes for them, we're only building like 220,000 homes, I think, roughly a year, and we're bringing 1.3 million people. Uh, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that uh, there's not enough homes for the individuals that we're bringing. So uh, infrastructure is really important. I think, quite frankly, the government needs to take a, a real hard look at, at making sure we catch up because we want good quality of life for, for not only those that are living here today, but those new individuals that are coming to our country.
0: Do you think the federal government should be stepping in even more than 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 they are in terms of housing? It, it tends to get thrown to the provincial level to look after, yeah. and and it, and like as you said, it's not happening. They're they're building homes, but not building the right ones. You know, yeah. they're not building high capacity stuff. They're building, you know, things that are going to sell.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's a, there's the market. Uh, you know, companies are out there to to, to make money mm. and make a profit, uh, which you can't condemn because that's really what makes our world go around. But yeah. Um, I've said many times, I've come through the municipal ranks and, and the county, the two-tier, uh, and to your point, the province. I, I think the federal government, quite frankly, what I see is, is so much duplication. And, and by having more and more meetings, nothing really gets accomplished. And, and the different organizations, whether it's you know municipally, provincially, federally, more people, more wages uh, going, and you're not really actually seeing the results uh, on on the street. So I think the the federal government should be. Uh, we collect a large amount of tax; over 50 percent of every tax dollar goes to the federal government. Um, I, I think we should be a funder, um, definitely a funder. But I, I have great faith in the people uh, that are in the community here. That uh, you know, your municipalities should be the lead hand. They should know those individuals that are elected. Mm-hmm. Uh, what needs needs to be done, and and they need the help from those other two tiers. So uh, I would just be funding um, would be would be my my mindset on it, and uh, you know work with the municipalities, and and they need funding. They can't keep hitting just the homeowners and the businesses yeah. for those taxes for a, a problem that's outside of of their realm. It's it's yeah. it's, it's created by those higher. It's tiers. a national it's, problem. It, yeah, it's created by the higher tiers, so they need yeah. that they need that support. But uh, I've learned in, in my, you know, 20-something years municipally and, and federally that uh, more committees is more work, and it's not mm. always necessarily uh, more results where it needs to be done.
0: Uh, looks like the government's going to be putting some more money into the military uh, with the issues happening in Ukraine and uh, Israel, Hamas. Uh, are, we, are we doing enough? Are we doing too much? What's your thoughts?
1: Uh, I first of all, I think uh, when it comes to Ukraine, I think everyone uh, should know and hopefully knows that uh, we need to do all we can um, for for the Ukraine. It's coming up to two years, mm-hmm. and uh, quite frankly, you know what's going on there. They're actually fighting uh, for us in our country uh, by by you know Russia. You know the Russian reg- Russian regime. For every individual, everything we're doing there is less than our military will have to do here at some mm-hmm. point. Um, you know, the world is a different place, so we need to support them. Uh, we've offered, and, and there's eight, you know, eighty three thousand um, rockets that are available that are supposed to be disposed of this country. We've been pushing to uh, to send them over. The Ukraine would be certainly happy to to have those, and we've also pushed to uh, uh, for for more munitions to to help that country because. We need to make sure it's been phenomenal, like how well they've done in two yeah. years. It's mm-hmm. actually mind-boggling. Like yeah. when it when it first hit, I I, I if you I would have lost lots of money on this one. Yeah. If you bet and <laughs> if said you told still,
0: me Ukraine will still be uh, battling it. Like two what years a country! Later. What yeah. they just don't give up. Their so, resolve.
1: but mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, quite frankly, and it's lost sometimes that those could be our Canadians that that are over there fighting. and <sighs> uh, the, the, It's it's a, it's a strange time in the world. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of countries uh, certainly at war. And uh, we're having a hard time getting recruits, quite frankly, in, in uh, for our Canadian Armed Forces. So uh, we have to find a way to get more people involved in, into the military, for sure. Um, and uh, it's it's a huge problem. But I think we need to really do all we can to continue to support uh, to the Ukraine people.
0: You've been busy in the riding. Lots of things. You had a, a free skate day over at the New Wasaga Beach I Arena. Had
1: family day. Family day. Yeah, there's been lots of events going on, and. Uh, Coldest night of the year, like we talked about earlier, it's fantastic. I'm looking forward to that uh, that event on Saturday. There's there's every weekend. There's so many events in our riding, and uh, it's hard to get to them all. It's hard. It's hard. You have to like coldest night of the year is in Collingwood. I went last year to Mm -hmm. the Alliston coldest night of the year. So most of the things are are in another one of my towns. I I represent seven uh, towns, and and New to is is large, like you know Collingwood here and. so you, you try and go on both cuz you don't want them to say we don't see you. So you try to get <laughs> as many events as you can, but I am uh, April 22nd is a big date that's coming up. Yep. Uh that the writing's going to change and uh so a new Tecumseh, which is a large which is roughly 40,000 people will be a new riding uh, with with Bradford West Quell. What's your thoughts
0: on that? Yeah. Because I mean you've been looking after them for
1: so long yeah.
0: and and I mean it's got to mm. be somewhat helpful in that you're certainly for your constituent's a office a heck of a lot less emails you're probably going
1: to get it, it's you know from that perspective it's going to be you hate to lose any of them and there's right. certainly a lot of relationships that we've <laughs> uh, we've had through through the years right. even prior to to being uh, a member of parliament so i, I you know it's, it's bittersweet mm-hmm. uh, but you know i'm sure just because of those relationships I'll, even though i won't be the mp i'm sure i'll still get lots of calls whoever the new sure mp will. is <laughs> just to make sure that uh, things are going good so uh, I'm you know from my perspective it'll give me a more opportunity to concentrate perhaps on the towns you sell, on, right? on the six that I that I still do have so uh, I you know like I say it's it's, it's bittersweet for sure uh, but it's you know I'm, I'm still going to represent the greatest riding in Ontario uh
0: speaking of your constituent office uh, a top job that your team does uh, I've had the opportunity to talk to them a couple of times over just matters and Boy, their response time is amazing. They're so incredibly helpful.
1: Oh, John, that's uh, you're, you're too nice to me. I, I don't know if I can get, <laughs> I get you to write that down in an election pamphlet uh, when, sure the, when, the, when the time comes. <laughs> but no, you know what? I hear that I'm gone 30 weeks of the year. Yeah. So um, I'm not here all the time, uh, quite frankly, and, and I'm doing the political side. Yep. They're doing the uh, day-to-day uh, government uh, relations. Uh, yeah. And I, to your point, I, I think they do a fantastic job. They've been with me a long time. Uh, and they get so many flowers <laughs> dropped off, chocolates because they are problems. So I've I come from a retail background. So mm. with my staff, I have sort of let them know. I think all of the residents are, are like customers that we're here to do all we can right. to hopefully make sure that they're happy with the their process. Clients. Sometimes they, you know, because of the government regulations, you don't get what you want. But right. there's a way that when you leave. You feel like you've you've fulfilled, you've tried everything you can do. So that's that's what's instilled in those individuals. And they just have that work ethic that I'm, you know, quite frankly, I'm I'm blessed that I have such good people. I don't get very many complaints. In fact, I think since 2019, I've had two people and I've called them and uh, they were just upset because they didn't vote for you anyway. They probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think they will next time anyway. That's, that's for sure. I, I always hope that they're not from a large family. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: more with Terry Dowdle. He is our very important weather person, also happens to be member of parliament for Simcoe Gray. Talk of the Town. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's
1: host, Talk of the Town. Weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.